The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello and welcome to the Dane and Derek Show, a podcast where two nerdy friends keep in touch and shoot the shit. I'm Derek Ayalo, a writer, director, and occasional D&D player, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Dane Fogdell. Hey, I'm Dane, and this is the last episode we're recording in this batch, so I have begun to slouch. Nice. That's what I'm giving today. Are you comfy? I'm comfy. Comfy. With an O. Nice. Wait, does it always have an O? Yeah. Comfy? <laughs> How? Hmm. Maybe it's Maybe comfy, it's... but it's it's two E's at the end. Two E's at the end, but like, huh? Ah, uh, comfy versus comfy. It's like an accent over the O. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. Um. So Dane, given the state of the of the of the multiverse, uh, what are your Easter plans? If you even celebrate Easter, I just know that it's a holiday that pops up on my calendar. I don't particularly partake in Easter unless I'm directly around family, but yeah. Easter plans. Um, n- not, not at the moment. Um, both of my siblings are a bit old for the Easter egg hunt situation. Uh, I am not personally religious such that I would go to church or mass on Easter. Uh, it's really important to my partner's family so in a normal year, we might actually go out for Easter, but uh, nah, nothing. Maybe, nice. maybe, uh, no, no, I can't think of a thing. Like, there's not really a special food because I don't like peeps. Um, <laughs> so uh, here we are. Well, yeah, I mean... I haven't done anything Easter related in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, basically since I moved to LA. Um, but on Easter itself, um, I don't know. It's a Sunday. It's so early this year. I think it's like one of those things where I scheduled a bunch of like video calls with friends that day. So I'll be talking to a bunch of people, but I just was shocked that it's so early, but uh, yeah. Uh, as uh, <laughs> as one might be able to guess, considering the title of this episode is "Everyone is a Fast and Furious Movie." Um, my favorite line—well, it's not actually my favorite line, but it's a line that is often said in the trailers, which is, "It's about family." So, <laughs> and I know I associate Easter with like family get-togethers and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. um. I mean, like, we've talked a little bit about, like, I, th- I think we've talked a little bit about, like, family traditions that I've had on the podcast, but I'm really curious what sort of family traditions you and your family have. So, first of all, I'm going to disappoint everybody. I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie all the way through to the end. Never once. Uh, never. It's never happened. You, I, you I, should start with Tokyo Drift. Should I? Or is it you too late? You should start late? with Tokyo Drift because it's, it's, it's so, I mean, like, you can watch the other ones. But I really do think Tokyo Drift sets itself apart. I, I guess I just feel 
I feel like I missed the train on that one, which is funny because it's a movie about cars, sort of. Um, <laughs> wow. And so I, I I feel like I feel like the time has passed a little. But anyways, I'll I'll, I'll take it and I'll take it under consideration. Put it put it put it up there next to my uh, other other media to consume and look at it fondly and probably not watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so here's the funny thing, and this is actually part of the reason I I didn't stop you from having this, and this is why I kind of kept this to myself. My family doesn't have a lot of traditions. I wanted to have that conversation still because it's interesting to me, but we don't really do that. Like there's no like gatherings or like food that you prepare or like, well, we sometimes get together of course, but it's not about like, I was literally just explaining this to, to Gracie, my partner the other day. Uh, when my family gets together over a holiday, it's genuinely about getting together as like people we like and not about the holiday at all. Cause mm. my family is um, basically most religions are represented in my family. Most um, it's been my, 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 all of my grandparents divorced and most of them remarried or had, long-term partners uh like there is like in in a way there is nothing can be sacred because what's sacred to every member of my family is so different um (laughs) and, and so in that way on the one hand like it's like well you know like some of us put up christmas trees but not everybody and you know um but on the other hand like it then becomes about individual connections. And that's something I'm very fond of in my family. Uh, But over this past year or two, I've come to realize that there are like, that's something that is missing because, because I am not a personally a religious person. Um, And because I don't really have any family traditions is that, something that is actually quite important I find to like sort of the human condition, like going through the world as a person is ritual. And I don't have many, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, and even things like that are pretty like quote unquote secular or not necessarily related to my family. They don't even really matter to me. Like my birthday has always to me been an excuse to get the people I wanted to hang out with together all at once. Um, Mm. Like it does not, it, like, I never feel different on that Mm -hmm. birthday. Like I've never, or even close after, like my birthday was not all that long ago. And I feel no more 25 right now than I did feel 24 last year. Like I vaguely feel in my, my mid ish twenties. Like that's how I feel. I don't feel 23, 24, 25, 26. It's, you know, like, um, yeah. So I've sort of been, looking for tradition in a sense but you have family traditions yeah yeah i mean especially like like my mom is filipino and i'm half filipino therefore um but growing up like we you know we would celebrate like you know like like all the christian holidays but more importantly than celebrating those holidays were the sort of like family gatherings with i guess like they weren't really like family they're like like not even like 
strictly like extended family. They're just people that like other Filipinos we knew in the area, like in Denver. And we would just basically like, I, so I associate with all these holidays, like Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, New Year's. Uh, I associate just like these big sort of like, almost like block parties mm. and just like cooking certain foods, having certain things like, like the, like the big thing, like for like one of the big things that I always remember is like on birthdays, we serve ponzit, which is a form of like, it's, it's, it's like Filipino chow mein, but it's made with like a clear noodle and the goal is to not cut the noodles. Cause if like you, you cut the noodles, it means you're going to have a short life, long noodles, long life, baby. Uh, <laughs> that is not how it was told to me growing up. It was just told, don't cut your noodles. <laughs> so you have a long life um, or like things like that. And I, you know, th- those things are like pretty, you know, like up until college when I kind of like was away from that and didn't really like, get to be around that that i kind of realized like, oh yeah we did have like a sort of there was like a you know like a tradition a pattern you know a thing that happened yearly regularly um so yeah and and i mean most of my family's catholic on both sides and most of my family does go to church um i participate in church when i'm with them but i don't actively participate outside of that i'm not particularly religious either uh um and that's just you know the way it is (laughs) but it's yeah so in terms of yeah it's 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 like for me it's like i always associate family traditions with like i don't know like 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 um like you know a gathering of people and of course like certain things having certain meanings and things like that and which is kind of what you described. I, I, I guess in this in this wild, wild world where tradition feels like a like the chains of old or the chains of yore, it's it's like tradition is just sort of like it's just sort of a repetitive thing. <laughs> it's yeah, not really that big a deal, you know. Like I feel like we're heading into an, a gener, especially I think if a lot of people our age, I think we're heading into a world of like tradition isn't so much being destroyed as it is just being like let go like 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 there's like cultural specific traditions i think that are still like around and are still living but like i never learned how to like you know do any cultural dances growing up and they're things that i'm starting to like learn about now but i'm not really like i don't like practice them all the time you know um mm-hmm. but like these this, i feel like i feel like you can break it down to like these i mean like <sighs> this is like a really the, the lines here in this conversation are really blurred because it's like you've got like cultural traditions you've got like religious traditions and then you've got like like family uh, unit traditions almost yeah like family unit traditions yeah on top of like many other like subsets of traditions like workplace traditions or um you know like traditions like, between know, friends yeah traditions you know. between between friends like like, a, uh, like lucille's yeah yeah like there's there's some friends that you and i have where we, we would normally go to lucille's we didn't yeah. get to do that last time because of covid but yeah but or like when you and i hang out and it's just you and i like we usually go get a burger yeah burger um, and some fries yeah or or like um i was just thinking i was like oh i have a funny tradition with my my good friend uh will uh, Quill. who's out in Madison these days. Um, whenever a <laughs> Borderlands video game go- comes out, 
we binge it together. Right. Um, and even then it's on top of that, it's it kind of that kind of turned into more of like whenever he and I get the chance, honestly, we play a whole video game together. Yeah. Um, and it, so like, I suppose I have some traditions like that, but it's, it's individual. If that makes sense. Right. It's yeah. They're very specific to you and the relationship of which the other person you have them with. Exactly. And in that way, sometimes they don't really feel like traditions to me because they're not passed down. Right. Like, for me, a tradition almost needs to have a like multi-generational aspect to it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know if I have any, but they do provide a structure and can provide mm-hmm. a lot of meaning and positivity to life. Um. And so like when I was talking about the fact that I'm like, I am interested in finding ritual for myself. Um, yeah. That's kind of wise. Cause I think, I think that's a thing that's, that's sort of needed in a sense. Yeah. I think, I think a big part of why people like these sort of traditions is cause it gives you a sense of structure and Continuity. balance. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like making your bed every morning you know exactly what the first thing you're going to do is every day. Um, It's like going to the gym every day. You know exactly, you know, you know that you're going to go to the gym every day. It, it helps, it, it, it helps you narrow it. Tell it helps you kind of cross things off a list. So your brain can focus on things that you want to be focusing on. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I, I, I find that I feel like both you and I are in a lot of ways, like lucky that our tradi- that our family traditions or the traditions that we've experienced have been for the most part positive. You know, there haven't been any like traditions that you know bog us down. Or, I mean, I I don't I you know I won't speak for you, but at least for me, like there haven't been too many traditions that have like really bogged me down or like mm. broke me. You know, um, um, again, I don't I don't have a ton of familial of traditions handed to me that to, to even draw from. Um, however, I will say, um, this is just, this has been my experience and this is nobody else's experience. And it is so good for people, for some people, but my experience with Christianity, which is something that, has been in at least my father's side of the family for a good long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, almost universally negative, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So much so that entering a church often for me feels unsafe and stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's, you know, like, that's the thing though, is that like, you're talking about like people, you know, let, letting go of traditions or giving Mm -hmm. them up. And maybe some of that's good. I think. Yeah. You know, like, again, I'm, I'm not begrudging anybody who, who has Christian faith or 
gets a lot out of it. Um, but yeah. I do, I, I personally find that perhaps the idea of forcing it upon one's children is not ideal. Yeah. Um, like part of the, part of the difficulty I experienced with it was being unable to leave it when I wanted to. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and to, to a certain extent, like, you know, like, again, like take your kids to church if you go to church and that's important to you and you want to do that as a family. But, you know, God, if, if your kid comes to you and is like, I, I can't, I can't do this, you know, hear them like a tradition. Yeah. A tradition should be passed down, but one should be able to refuse a gift if it's not to them a gift. Right. Right. I think it, yeah, I, the idea of like this tradition could die with my child really upsets me because it's not that child's responsibility to take on that tradition or to mm -hmm. take on it's, it's it's not their legacy it's, it's you know it's not it's it, there's a lot more important things than like legacy i feel um when it comes to those kinds of things and especially with tradition like tradition i feel is of all the things to pass down to someone that's like one of the things i feel like can be easily adapted said no to or modified or changed to shoots to to suit to suit someone's needs you know yeah, I mean, like, it's, there are things that for my father and grandfather are very wrapped up in church that are not wrapped up in church for me, but I feel as though were given to me from them, like work ethic. Um, They both have an excellent work ethic, and sometimes I feel mine pales in comparison to them, but I feel like all of my a lot of my work ethic came from them and they would say that's something you learned at church and i would say no that's something i learned from my father and grandfather uh, you know that's a great way to put it it's <clears throat> just because they learned it from church doesn't mean that you can't learn the same thing you know right and um, it's also it's also something that i got from them not yeah exactly yeah you, you know and so yeah, I, I hear what you're saying about the whole idea of like the tradition dies with my child. How could they do this? You know, it's like, yeah. what do you mean? Like that tradition molded and shaped them and sculpted you, which means that it affects them. It, it doesn't die. It changes, right? Like, exactly. I feel like, I feel like when traditions are not allowed to pass on or be transformed or new ones aren't allowed to be picked up that's when they become toxic and potentially bad you know like exactly and to be fair it's 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 not crazy right like like things will persist you know yeah. i don't i don't go to to church anymore but um this is going to be like a, a few steps removed but gracie's brother's wife <laughs> um was not a person of faith, but um, he took her to church and she fell in love with it. And it's been a wonderful thing for her. 
Mm-hmm. And, and like to me, I'm like, that's awesome. Great. Go do it. Yeah. Be it. Love it. You know, so it just because it didn't work for me doesn't mean it doesn't work for everybody. And doesn't mean that like me not going to church is not going to be the death of the Christian religion. Dear God. Like, <laughs> Oh God. All of 2000 years of Christianity hinges upon Dane Fogdahl. But like, good God, like that would be horrifying pressure. <sighs> yeah. No, no kidding. Yeah. <clears throat> that That is a good way to put it, right? It's like, do, you know, if it, if you love it, do it. But if it hurts you, you know, don't, like like a tradition shouldn't hurt someone in order you know like Mm-mm. or even yeah. or even if it's just taking up space and time that you don't right like a tradition should be something you get something out of it should not be right. it should be a beneficial meaningful thing it should not be an obligation right it's beneficial for both parties involved yeah you know yeah, yeah that that's a good way to look at it yeah, we literally just described every Fast and Furious movie. Did we? <laughs> Neat. Kind of. Not really. I mean, <laughs> their I, I, movies are always about, about the, family. Yeah, see, but something about the trailers made me think that there would be more explosions. I cars. mean, there's a lot of explosions, but it's it's a family tradition that there's explosions in cars and heisting things. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, mm. Genuinely, though. <laughs> genuinely, though. Go watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And then maybe watch like one of the ones with The Rock. And then maybe the first one wasn't like the seventh one supposed to be like particularly good or something. The seventh one's great. Yeah. 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 Watch like the first one and then watch the seventh one, watch Tokyo drift. And then the new one, the ninth one is going to be awesome. The trailer for that looks sick. Um, And here's the thing. Like, I don't like, okay, I'm going to like a limb here. I I don't think any movie series should have nine entries. (laughs) I think that's too many. I mean, I mean, if they still keep making Harry money, Potter, well, uh, oh, Harry Potter, you know, it's it's yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I mean, like, there's like 30 beach cat like like, you know, like police academy beach, whatever movies like made for television movies. There's like 30 of those, I guess. And, and I there's mean, like, I guess there's like, what, 40 Godzilla's or something. Yeah, but they're not all in continuity. I mean, right. the Marvel movies as a whole are like 20 or 30 film, 20 films maybe I that, guess. In, the, in the teens. Yeah. But you know, it's like I feel like Fast and Furious 9 is like a pretty rare occurrence. Yeah, I think I think it's literally the slapped the number on it is yeah. the thing that kills cuz like there's also like what 30, 35 James Bond movies. But it's yeah. not James Bond thirty five, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, literally, I mean, it's it's the big number that throws me. I don't know why. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they're calling it short for like, it's like F nine, just like mm. uh, Fate of the Furious was F eight. Gotcha. Um, okay. And, yeah, wasn't it like I think Fast the only thing Seven or something? Uh, it's Furious Seven and Fast Five. Gotcha. And then Fast and Furious Six. Weird. And then Fast and Furious, and then. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and then Too Fast, Too Furious, and then The Fast and The Furious is the first one. I just, I wow, I named them all backwards. That's, I'm impressed. So here's, a, okay, I have a, <laughs> I do have a question for you, tying back yes. into tradition. And in some ways, mm-hmm. it's also kind of like what was handed to you by your parents. Movie series that was handed to you by your mother, and movie series handed to you by your father. Ooh, uh, by my father, uh, right off the top of my noggin, uh, Indiana Jones. Nice. 
Um, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, that 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 runs you know thick in the Aiello family bloodline is the Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. Um, as for my mother, um, I guess it's like kind of a movie series, but like the Drunken Master, like Legend of the Drunken Master, oh. Drunken Master One and Two, Jackie Chan. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. How about you? Star Wars from my mother. And even though I did watch them a lot with my dad too, my mom loves them more. And Lord of the Rings from my father, both books and films. Though he doesn't mm. care for the films that much. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. He, he just likes, he likes the Tom Bombadil stuff. Like he likes a lot of the stuff in the oh. books that just really got cut from the films. Oh, um, and I see. And like, he, he hears my argument of like, I, okay, we're getting way off topic here, but I don't care. Um, I think that a good app, <laughs> what makes for a good adaptation is a capturing of the story and feeling and message of the original while making sure it fits the current format, the current, that, the new medium. That actually really relates to what we, 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 what we have been talking about with tradition, right? Like, Oh my God, it does. I did it. If Good you work. want to modernize tradition. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, you have to adapt and make it fit to modern circumstance and mm-hmm. that, and, and, and to whomever it's being made for. And I think that that's really important. Uh, yeah. There you go, Dane. You did it. Yep. Save the podcast. I did it. I got it. I got it back together again. We we connected family tradition and film. It's all yeah. come to come together. Wow. This is wow. This is some. I did some it. Great material here. I'm amazing. Well, we can't top that. So I'm just going to call it. <laughs> um, that's definitely it for this week, folks. Uh, you can see what movies I'm watching on Letterboxd at Derek Aiello. <laughs> Most likely not rewatching Fast and Furious, even though I should be rewatching Fast and Furious. I know what you should rewatch. Uh, yeah. You should rewatch The Emperor's New Groove. Have you Ooh. watched that movie in a long time? I have not. Okay, I will it give is, it a watch. It is genuinely not that long. Like it is like maybe it might not even be 90 minutes long and it huh. is some of the best fucking right. Like holy shit, the writing on that film is stupendous. Um because it's tough. It's tough. yeah, yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> watch it very carefully and take a look at how not good the animation actually is. Like all the (laughs) shortcuts they take that you don't notice because the writing is to the nines and the acting is off the walls. Um, Anyways, anyways, you should do that. Um, Oh, I need to say my thing. Sorry. I'm off. Can you tell that it's the last recording? I'm getting squirrely. Um, Yeah. (laughs) uh, But you can find me on Twitter at Dane underscore Fogdahl and you can listen to my show Diceology, which is spelled D I C E O L O G Y. Um, where we play uh, role-playing games to tell a story on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Thank you all for hanging out with us and listening to us mumble about family traditions, movies, cinema, and whatever. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. It's how we think. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>